It's time now to check your money with America's Money Maven, Vicki Brackens. Vicki Brackens is the president of Brackens Financial Solutions Network, LLC, and a registered representative of LPL Financial, member SIPC. Vicki, no fooling, it's April. <laughs> oh, George, and you know what else it means? What? The, t the clock is ticking, just to remind everyone. Tax the clock time. is ticking on your taxes. Yes. April 18th is coming around the corner. She'll be coming around the corner and she come right. What's that old song? But anyway, yes, April yes. 18th. Okay. So make <laughs> sure that um, you don't, I, I, I could probably say right now, it's probably already the last minute. You need to go ahead and get on the stick if you haven't filed your taxes. Um, George, I thought that, uh, oh yeah, let's make sure. What did you tell me every week? Let's make sure that we get a thumbs up. Thumbs up for everybody. Like, subscribe, and share this segment with all of your friends, colleagues, all the people in your in your family, because we're going to talk again about some very, um, very important information. So I'm going to dovetail back a little bit. You know that last week- You like dovetailing. I do. I do. Okay. <laughs> Keeps everybody on their toes, okay, for me to dovetail. But, uh, you know, last week we talked about the banking crisis, mm -hmm. what had been happening or had happened with- um, Silicon Valley Bank, what had happened with the Treasury and the Fed as far as them coming in and um, uh, backfilling all of the depositors uh, as far as their funds over the FDIC limits. We provided to everyone some information concerning how to assess whether or not your uh, deposits were within the FDIC regulations as far as being, uh, being protected. Mm -hmm. And I did that and put aside the conversation that I had really planned for that week. So I'm gonna go back and pick that up, but I just wanted to kind of bring everybody uh, forward to where we are today. And here's, I'm gonna say something, George, you, you, how long has it been? 200 episodes we've already done. I've been mm -hmm. uh, involved with the financial services industry now for 30 plus years. We've said some of the same things over and over and over again. We've tried to find ways to spin it, ways to massage it, okay, you know, to make sure that everyone at least felt that information was fresh. Yeah. So what I'm going to say today, I am sure most people are going to say, Vicky has is slipping. Something's going on. What has changed? Because what I'm going to say today is going to make everybody's hair curl, but here it is. Okay. I do not care about your budget. Oh, right now. Wait a minute. Oh, what? <laughs> I do not care about your budget. They say what? I do not care. This right, is so America Money Maven's money moment. Right. I do not care about your budget. All right. So you just I don't all... care if you have a budget. Oh. Mm. Okay. Now, are you shocked? Are you off the floor yet, George? Well, I'm I'm getting ready to say you didn't spend two hundred episodes telling me why I needed to have a budget and why I needed to do this and know this and know mm -hmm. that. Now what and you're so, talking about, Vicky? So I'm, you're trying to figure out what has happened. What has happened? Okay, so I went back and I thought about every book that I've read and the conversations that we continually have. And I felt like we were going in a circle, repeating the same things over and over, yet I don't see any progress. Okay. Or not as much progress as, as the efforts that are being put in. So I stopped to think and say, you know, what are we missing? Mm -hmm. And here's what I think we're missing. What you missing? We talk about budgets when we should actually be talking about, I want to see your expenses. Oh. I don't care because the budget is about what I hope to happen. Mm -hmm. And the expenses are about what is really happening. 
So from this point well, forward, can I just say I, it the way they say it around the way? Yeah, sure. What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? What okay. happened? Okay. <laughs> I want to know about your expenses, what yeah. you are really doing, mm -hmm. not what you hope to do. Let's go. All right. So I'm going to give you a new exercise. Oh, okay. Okay. And you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Here is the exercise. Find out and start tracking what you are spending. Period. Don't make a judgment call about it. Mm -hmm. Don't say it doesn't fit into my budget. I want to know what you are really spending. Because until we can identify expenses, what you are really spending, what your real spending pattern is, we can't make judgments on what you should do. Because it's already, as I say, the, the horse is out of the barn. Things have already happened. We need to understand what's really happening and then start talking about what portion of the expense is is something that you want to continue. It's a it's a reality check. Okay. Uh, okay, an absolute reality check. So what are the expenses? Why are you spending those things on these things? Are they really the things that are important to you in relation to your life? But until we identify what's really happening versus having a piece of paper that says this is what should have happened and you're always frustrated because it never matches. You know, you know what? It, I mean, you know what it just thought uh, occurred what? to me? So you let, let's talk, you took about the budget, right? You're, you're right. Because if I get that tell far back, I'm sure it wasn't in the budget. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't in the budget. <laughs> but I got that back, okay? Yes. <laughs> no, it was not in the budget. Right? Okay? I would get that. You know, usually people don't, I mean, most, if you're doing your budget right, yeah, you do have some room for some splurge purchases. But was that coach bag really in that budget or is that just something you wanted and you made it happen? Exactly. And you, so let's find out what you are really, really doing. And then we can talk about, and you know what, George, I was also thinking about, cause you're, you're an executive, you run a department, you know, a department, uh, as, as a department manager at the beginning of the year or right at the end of the year, usually the third quarter before the next year coming, they ask you to craft your budget, right? Yes, they do. But what do you craft it against? You look at the actuals. You look at the actuals. You don't pull it out of the air and go like, this is what I want to spend or this is what we're going. You have actual expense information. What did I spend? Year, what did you spend? Yeah. And then you look at the things that you did spend on for your, for your department and make a judgment call. Mm -hmm. Do I want to continue to spend this money for these particular operations? And this is, this is what it dawned on me. I mean, we're always trying to get individuals to set budgets without looking at what you actually spent and make a judgment call on the effectiveness or the relevance of that spending. Here's an additional way though, I want you to add to or additional step I'd like for you to add to those expenses. Once you've identified them, and I want you to identify this over a three month period because we need to look at patterns. So you say, well, how am I going to do that? Well, one of the nice things I know about most individuals today, at least a good majority, is you're spending electronically. So because you are spending electronically, you have a record. You have a record of all of the things that you've been spending on that can help you look at your expenses. But if you don't, at least from this point forward, start tracking 
Don't make judgments. Don't change your habits. Just let's see what you're spending money on. And then we'd like to take that three months and extrapolate it out to one year. Multiply it times 12, okay, as far as each month. Multiply it times 12 and figure out, oh my goodness, I'm going to get that coach back four times, five times, whatever it is, and that's costing me $4,000 a year. Is this what I want to do in the future? Don't just recognize what's happening so that we know exactly what, or you know exactly what you're spending your money on. And then we can make judgments versus just pulling stuff out of the air and making a budget and the budget never works and you get frustrated and you get frustrated and you never follow and you stop the process. I, you know, I want to share something with you, which is sort of like knowing what the expense is going to be. So, you know, when you get in your car and you take a trip, you just know you got to gas up, right? So this time I said, okay, I want to go from here to there. What is the estimated cost of gas for this particular drive? Now, I'm not driving in my normal where I live. I'm driving someplace else where I'm going to be. And Vicky, I got sticker shock. I was like, <laughs> oh, my. right, because the gas is way higher this other place. And I was like, whoa. So now I know I can anticipate that cost because I would have been shocked if, you know, I would have been like, what happened? Right. <laughs> so is that similar to what you're talking about? Yes, absolutely. Okay. But we're going to, we're going to, that's a great example, George. So that's the process that we'd like to go through going forward. I don't care about your budget. Mm. Don't worry about it. Let's talk about what the expenses are, what you're really spending. The only change I'm going to make here or addition that I'm going to make here is this. Once you finish tracking all of your expenses, mm -hmm. I'd like for you to go through two steps. One, add an expense line that says retirement savings mm. and look at, and if you have, you know, if you're, if you're single, you would do it exactly like this. Look at retirement savings, add a line. And look at your salary for the year and multiply your salary for the year times 5%. Hmm. Reason I chose 5% is from just a quick survey. Most retirement plans have a matching component up to 5%. When you're so with your you, employer, you mean, When right? you're with your employer. So if you put in five, they're going to put in five. And we want to build into the expenses a, a, a ongoing habit of, 5% going in to either your 401k, your 403b, 457 plan. That's part of your retirement plan for your employer base. The second line, again, look at your salary, multiply times 5%, dedicate that to emergency fund. Mm -hmm. And from here, because your retirement savings is automatically withdrawn from your paycheck, I found out also from surveying that many, many employers have automatic deductions that can go over to a credit union account or to a individual savings account at a bank, but particularly to credit unions. Have that money directed automatically out of your, out of your paycheck into an emergency fund. So George, now make sure this is clear. That's 5% per person who works in the house. Mm -hmm. Not 5% for the household. So if you have a husband and wife or lover and a, and a friend, whatever it happens to be, 
whatever number of, of, of actual working people, 5% into the retirement account, 5% into the emergency fund. That is part of the expenses. So you add everything else up. And now what's going to happen? We're going to look at, ooh, my annual salary is A. My expenses are B plus. Possibly there's a deficit. That's when we come back and have the conversation about what to do. Or my annual my my annual income is A and my and my expenses are B minus and we have a surplus. Then we talk about what to do. But right now, I don't care about your budget. Mm. I don't care if you make a budget. I need to understand, you need to understand what your actual expenses are so that we can track exactly what's going on with your expenses and you can start making informed decisions. Okay, George, the bell went off that told me that I, I'm talking too long again. <laughs> <laughs> I got your bell in the background. I hear you. So I'm going to encourage everyone, if you have questions, reach out and, and uh, contact us at area code 315-930-4499 or at info at brackensfsn.com. Um, and if you have um, friends and neighbors and so forth who would like to to uh, contact us, I also encourage them to subscribe to, to this segment on YouTube. And George, I guess tonight I'll go ahead and say our plate is full. All right. Vicki Brackens is the president of Brackens Financial Solutions Network, LLC, and a registered representative of LPL Financial, member SIPC. She is America's money maven. 